Let us all now turn. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 11. I love that chapter, by the way. Chapter 11, great chapter. It's chapter of faith. Chapter 11, verse 3. If we could all stand to honor the reading of his word. I, I suggest sometime you read that chapter if you haven't read it already. That's, oh boy. The whole book is grand. I mean, everything. I'm talking about the Bible, but I mean, the whole book of Hebrews is great. But if you read chapter 11, oh boy, it's going to be hard not to, first of all, it's a history lesson, but also it's going to be hard to settle down once you get done reading it. It sure is. But let's read Hebrews together, chapter 11, verse 3. By faith, we understand that the universe was framed by the word of God so that things that are seen were not made out of things which are visible. God bless and honor the reading of his word, and you may be seated. <clears throat> things that are seen were not made by things that are visible. That's very deep. It really is. All these things that you see around you are made by God, who we cannot see. But we see it in our heart. We know we ha I have faith. I know he's there. I know he is. A lot of people can't live by faith. They have to see it. A lot of times it's, it's humorous to me. They call themselves intellectual because they have to see it to believe it. And interestingly enough, they don't see half of what they believe, but they call themselves intellectual. You know, I always loved dinosaurs as a kid. I did. I always loved dinosaurs. I love them very much as a kid. I always loved dinosaurs. Uh, I love the dinosaur movies that you'd see on TV. They're all corny. It's all good, you know, made of clay and all that stuff. I enjoyed it. It was fun as a kid. You know, you have imagination. I love that. I always loved uh, watching the Flintstones, in case you didn't know. I mean, today I'm wearing a Flintstone tie. Uh, I love the Flintstones. I have every single episode. I love them. And you're not shocked, I know. I like even like the horrible movie of 1994, Jeremy and I. And I, we went and saw that, I don't know how many times, in, in Seth as well. Hey, poor Seth. And that we, we took, we, we would have seen that thing. And I mean, it was terrible, but we loved it. And we, I seen all the cartoons. I love them. Yabba dabba do. I know people know that. I, I, I love, I love the Flintstones. As fun as it is, you know, the 1960s. It was the first animated TV show on prime time, in case you weren't aware, not that you needed to know. But the fact is, I love that stuff. I even love movies like Jurassic Park. Now, keep in mind, this is all fiction. It's fun fiction, but it's all fiction. There's no truth to it. We know that. But some people actually believe there is truth to it. It's not. It's not. I'm not talking about people actually believe dinosaurs are alive right now. I don't mean that. But I mean the sense that there are people who think that some of the stuff that's in those things are true. It's not. It's just for fun. It's just for fun. Problem is, a lot of folks teach that the fiction is fact. And they teach that stuff. They teach that fiction is fact. It's what I like to call fact, uh, faction. It's, it's faction because they take fiction, teach it as fact. It teaches us faction. Uh, and there is a faction of people who teach this fact. And so, therefore, it's a faction of people, a large folks of people who teach fiction as fact. And they teach that all the time, that fiction is fact. That's why I was talking about faction, because there's a lot of faction of folks uh, who teach this fact, fiction, fiction fact. And it's not fair. It's not fair because we see what Satan is doing. We see that Satan is doing this. Satan goes around and teaches fiction as fact. And yet they take things away that is true. Oh, we know this to be true because it was in 1962 that the prayer was taken out of the school. We know that to be true, that 1962, prayer was taken out of the school. In 1963, Bible was, Bible was removed from the school. So people can't learn from the Bible in school. They can't even talk about it unless, unless in school they speak about it as a myth. 
or some people believe. So they teach the theory of evolution as a fact. I know they do. I was there. They teach it as a fact. And the people today, scientists, many people teach it as a fact. And it's not fair. It's not fair at all. Now, I wouldn't even mind them mentioning it if it was taught as a theory. I wouldn't mind that. If they taught all sides as uh, ideas or points of view, I wouldn't mind that. But they don't do that. They teach it as fact. And it's, uh, we know it's fiction, but they teach it as fact. And they teach that creation, uh, as it's not taught, is a myth or foolish by the points of view of media. It's taught as foolishness or stupidity. And if anyone talks about creation, they're laughed at. They're laughed at. I know because I was mocked and made fun of by science teachers and everything. And so it's a horrible thing. In many minds, it's a fact, and I'm not saying it is, but in many people's minds, it's a fact that there is no God. By many, many people, not, not everybody, of course. There's a lot of people of faith. But by many, many people, in their minds, it's a fact that there is no God. But we know this. If there's no God, then there's no morals. If there's no morals, there's no right, no wrong. There's no justice and there's no peace. And we wonder why there's so many things going wrong in this world. Oh, we can see what's happened since the 1960s, over 50 years now. We see what's happened. We see that we know the history of what happened in the 60s. We don't even have to go through it. We saw what happened when Bible was removed from school. We saw what happened. We saw that suddenly what happened in the 60s. Well, we know what happened in the 60s. I'm not going to blame it all on the, on the hippies. We know all about that. I love the hippies nonetheless. But here's the thing about that. Why, why did that happen? Because they were no longer being taught in school what's right and wrong. They were no longer being taught from the Bible. They were suddenly being taught all sorts of other ideas. And it was okay to do all these things. It wasn't just from the school districts, incidentally. It was also from TV. Well, you saw what happened. And as much as I love the show, All in the Family, and all that kind of stuff, I like the characters. But the fact is we saw what happened in the 70s when it was okay to teach immorality. It was okay to do all that stuff on TV. People talk about the stupidity of TV shows in the 50s and 60s. So I got news for you. It, it was a lot more, more moronic to teach things that are immoral as being okay. Because we see what happens to society when it's okay to teach those things. When it's okay to teach fiction as fact and A-OK. But let's see what the, the Bible says about this. Well, let's look at 2 Peter together. 2 Peter chapter 3, 3 through 6. What does it say? Peter the rock. Jesus commissioned him as this. Peter the Rock, the Rock Commission, the Rock says this: Know this first, that there shall come scoffers in the last days who walk after their own lust and say, "Where is the promise of His coming?" For since the fathers fell asleep, all things have continued as they were since the beginning of creation. For they willingly ignore that by the word of God, the heavens exist long ago, and. The earth was formed standing out of the water and in the water by which the world and then existed that then existed was flooded with water and perished. Now, why do we read that? First of all, because we see that the world doesn't believe all that. They believe that we perished by being frozen for what? Millions and billions of years. They know all this. This is why the title of today's sermon is Millions and Billions of Lies Ago. Millions and billions of lies ago, we see that people start teaching millions and billions of lies as millions and billions of facts. So it was millions and billions of lies ago that people started believing all these things to be true. And you might say, but that's okay. People can believe this if they have that right. But here's the problem. When people start believing millions and billions of lies as being millions and billions of truths, and they can't hear the truth, and you stop up their ears from the truth, then they believe there's millions and billions of lies to be true, and they can't hear the truth, and all of a sudden, millions and billions of lies start hurting millions and billions of people. And not just 
for a, a moment, but for all time, it starts hurting more people. And then they think that the Bible is fiction, that they don't get to hear about the truth, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, it does hurt. Yes, it hurts. It hurts a lot of people. It hurts a lot, a lot of people. And though I still enjoy my episode or five of the Flintstones, I take it with a grain of salt. Yes, I still enjoy Jurassic Park, but I take it with a bucket of salt. Yes, I enjoy those things because they're fiction. This is why I can watch fictional things and enjoy it knowing it is fiction. I don't ever watch Jurassic Park say, oh, this really happened. This really happened. This is a true story. No, it's not. But the Bible did happen, and it is historical. And I don't care what anyone, if you be at home or whatever, saying, oh, it's not true. They never proved it. Actually, they proved it over and over and over and over again. And the fact is, is believe me, I hear things from all the time. Oh, you're okay if you want to have faith, but you don't hear. Well, it is true. It is true. It's been proven. You can stay at home. You can watch all that stuff. You can think what you want to think. That's fine. But don't tell me. Don't tell me who knows Jesus Christ personally. Don't tell me what to believe. Don't tell me what to believe. I know him personally. If you want to say different to me, I don't care. Keep it to yourself. I know Jesus. I know him. I know him personally. He talks to me every single day. Don't tell me he's not real. Don't tell me, oh, I know the truth. I read it in a book. Well, guess what? I read it in a book, too. It's called the Bible. And it's not just in a book because it's a living word. So if you have something else to say, shut up, use. I don't want to hear it. I know him because he speaks to me every single day, every day. I know the truth. The truth is Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. But because schools and their science and history are against the Bible, you think about that, two different classes, two different classes that teach them that all this is fiction, that the Bible is fiction. You think about that, two different classes. And that's a shame. That's a shame. They're against the Bible, biblical historical facts. I got proof of a lot of that. I actually have been to some of those places. My father had been to many, many, many places, places that Paul went to, John went to, other places. He went, I even have proof of that even in my, in my office there. I'll be talking about that tonight. Tonight, if you want to see something, come, you'll see it. But the, the, the point is, is that we've been there. I've been there. I walked where Jesus walked. I'm sure you've heard that song. I walked today where Jesus walked. I've been there. I walked where he's walked. It's true. It's true. The fact of the matter is, in those schools, in those classes, they tear up the historical facts. And in doing so, oftentimes they tear up the homes. Now, how's that, Pastor? Well, think about this. There are a lot of faiths out there. There are a lot of people who live in Christian homes, Catholic homes, other homes, I'm not going to talk about Mormons and Jehovah's Witness, but there are people who have that too, and they still go to certain biblical things. And even in those, they're tearing up the faith that those kids have for mom and daddy. And when they're hearing that stuff, and they're saying, your mom and dad's a liar, don't talk to your mom and dad about what we talk here in this class. And I've seen it. They say, don't talk about what we hear right here. Don't talk to them about what we hear. That is using uh, words of Satan against mom and dad. They're tearing up homes. Don't trust what mom and dad told you. Don't trust the word of God. Trust me. You're being used to Satan, teachers. Now, that being said, let me, let me read this before I go on here. That is horrible use of Satan. First of all, Hebrews 3, 4. For every house is built by someone, but the one who builds all things is God. God builds the things. He builds the home. We're to follow him and his words. Not the words of Satan. Not the words, not even of government. God builds the people who are in government, but we're to follow him and his word. Not the words of some scientist, not the words of some historical person who has a piece of paper that says that they're, that, you know, I've learned all these things, so I, therefore I'm smarter than you. Well, they try to tell down people who have low self-esteem, and I get all that. I understand low self-esteem, but I don't have to worry about my self-esteem. I am uh, floating, if you will, on the self-esteem, the uh, courage, 
and the faith that I have on Jesus, not on myself and my intelligence. It doesn't matter how many books you've written. It doesn't matter how many books you've read because my faith is built on Jesus Christ. That's what I build my faith on. And I want to take this time to say not all scientists believe this way. Not all historical people believe this way either. And I want to say this very, very clearly, because I happen to know science teachers and history teachers and people of history and science who don't believe this way too. We've watched certain videos, and I've mentioned this before, and I want to say this very clearly, especially because one of them is right here, and I want to say this to this science teacher. Um, you know who you are. They don't always believe this way. I actually have another uh, history friend, a history teacher, who, praise the Lord God, is now working in a Catholic church. He's not Catholic, but he is a history teacher. He no longer has to go with some of those things. And so, therefore, luckily, he doesn't have to go with a lot of the stuff that was at the public schools. I'm glad about that. I'm very glad about that. It's wonderful that they no longer have to go about that. But we know this about science, as my friend knows here. Science is testable, provable, repeatable. Well, we know that there are a lot of scientists who do believe in creation. Now, you can't test creation. You can't prove it and all that stuff. It's, it's by faith. We know that. And by the way, so is evolution. It's by faith because they don't have. They would hate, they'd hate me for saying that. But you can't prove it. It's all by theory, which is faith. Boy, I tell you, I'd be poking the eye right now. Good luck through my glasses, incidentally. But they would try really hard. <laughs> but it is. Because here's what we know for a fact. God created everything. I know this through fact, through his word, through the things that I've seen, the things that I have been through, and I also know through faith. God created everything perfectly, absolutely perfectly. We know, and we also know that man made the mess through sin. We know that. We've talked about it many times. I'll talk about more of that here in just a second. But God created everything perfect. We know that Genesis 1-1 tells us in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Colossians 1, 16 through 17 says this, For by him, this is what Paul wrote, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and are in earth, visible and invisible. Oh yeah, there's both. And then goes on to say, Whether they are thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. All things hold together. God created it all. God created it all. Now, I'll get to this here in a second, I know, but if God created it all, then why is there Satan and all that? So that's because Satan knows how to pervert what God created. And we'll get to that in a moment again. But let me go on from there. Genesis 2, 7, Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils and breathed of the breath of life, and man became a living being. Man became a living being, not because of millions of billions of years. Don't, don't listen to the millions of billions of lies. God breathed life into him. God did that. God gave you life. God gave you life. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you can have everlasting life. Praise the Lord God. Jeremiah. No, not you, my friend. Jeremiah 32, 17. I love this. In fact, just the other day, we sang this song here at the church that goes to this verse, and I love this. Oh, Lord God, truly, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power an outstretched arm, and there is nothing too hard for you. Nothing is too difficult for He. No, nothing's too difficult for him. No, no, no. He can do all things, and he created all things. Hallelujah. 
Amen. And Job, and by the way, Job, the book of Job, I'm talking chronologically speaking, took place around the time of uh, a little bit before Abraham. So it took place in the time of Genesis. Uh, it's belief. It says this in Job 12, 7 through 10. But now ask the beasts and let them teach you and the birds of the air and let them tell you or speak to the earth. Let it teach you and let the fish of the sea declare to you who among all these does know, does not, excuse me, does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this and those hands. Uh, and who, excuse me, in whose hand is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? Job also says in 33 verse 4, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of Almighty has given me life. Do you know what also Job says? In case you don't know, in verse 4, excuse me, in chapter 40, he speaks of a dinosaur. A dinosaur? Yeah, a dinosaur. He speaks of a dinosaur by the name of Behemoth. Also, in chapter 41, he speaks of a dinosaur named Leviathan, a sea creature. He speaks of Leviathan. Leviathan is spoken about again and again and again. He's spoken about in Psalm 74, in Psalm 104, and Isaiah 27. Leviathan is mentioned a few times. Now, why do I mention all this about dinosaurs? Because so many times people say, well, if God created the dinosaurs, how come they're not in the Bible? They are. They're just not called dinosaurs. You know, it's like this. When you talk about David, oftentimes they call him by name. They don't say, oh, that man. They don't say, oh, that human being. They call him by name. That's the way they did with these dinosaurs here. And then the word dinosaur also wasn't invented at the time they put the King James together, just so you know. Uh, so God created everything perfectly, and man made a mess, as we talked about before. Why? Through sin. Through sin. Because they fell. They were falling for the snare of Satan. And we're talking about Adam and Eve. We know all this. And we also know that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We know that. We talked about that many times, Romans 3.23. But we maybe haven't read this. And this is Ephesians chapter 2, 1 and 2. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you formerly walked according to the age of this world and according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Yes, when we're disobedient and we're following sin, we're not following God. We're in sin, and we're following the ways of Satan. Absolutely. Because we're following still the lies that started millions and billions of lies ago. That's what Satan does. Satan, if he's anything, is the inventor of the lie. Now, we, we know that Satan's not a creator. We know that. God is the creator. But Satan is the inventor, because do you know, even the inventors, they may come up with ideas. They may take what is already made and make something from it, but they don't create, really. We may have a creative personality or creative imagination, but even from that, we don't create. We don't make something from nothing. We make something from what already exists. Satan's the same way. He's the perverter of perfection. That's what he is. So how could he have invented a lie? By perverting the truth. Isn't that right? He perverts the truth. Because even what he told Adam and Eve wasn't a complete fiction. He took some of the truth and perverted it, manipulated it. That's what he does. That's what he does. So he invented the lie. He stoked the sin. Millions and billions of them have come since because that's what he does. He didn't just start with them, incidentally. Sin began millions and billions of lies ago. Satan invented that lie, and he started with a third of the angels. That's where it started. 
started with a third of the angels. I won't go into all that, but I'll tell you, it went from there on to Adam and Eve, and sin continues even now, millions and billions of lies. And you may say, is it really that bad? Sure, it's bad, because it started with the lies, and from there came sin into this world, and from lies, what happens with lies? Well, from there comes other things, other sins, comes death. Death wasn't going to be around until then. From death came what? Murder. Well, we know about that. Cain, killing Abel. We know all about that. And what did he do? The first thing, he manipulated the truth. He lied. So yes, lies is bad. I, I know as a kid, we used to manipulate the truth to our mom and dad. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Maybe you're a much better human being than me. I don't know. But you manipulate the truth. Well, I didn't really lie. I, son, did you eat that piece of pie? Well, no, I nibbled at it. See what I mean? You can manipulate the truth. And deep down, you finally have to get down to, yes, I ate it. Yes, I did what I wasn't supposed to do. Yes, yes. And, and you know what? Until you come clean, you don't feel good, do you? Because that is what a lie is. A lie is a sin, and it is manipulation of the truth. It is an invention of Satan. That's what he does. Lucifer, the liar that he is, he, and he tries so hard. We see over and over again. We see over and over again how he manipulates the truth. He is the inventor of fabrication. And believe you me, I know about fabrication. I've been around it so many times. You try, try, try to say, well, maybe they meant better. Maybe they didn't mean to tell a lie. No, no they know what they're doing. Isn't that right? They know what they're doing. And you do too when you lie. You know you're not telling the complete truth. Tell all the truth or tell none of the truth. But don't go somewhere in the middle. Be honest. Be honest. Get it off your chest. Be honest. Follow God. Don't follow Satan in his ways. You know, Jesus saw it all when it happened. He was with the Lord. You know, he was, he's God. He said, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a lightning uh, flash. He saw the whole thing. And we know the hell wasn't made for human beings. We know that. Because Jesus said himself, he said, the hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. That's in Matthew 25, 41. He said that. He said that very much so. Certain, the serpent, Satan, tempted Adam and Eve. He perverted God's creation of truth and made this lie, invented this lie, perverting the truth. And now we have what we have, a world filled with lies, filled with sin. But God had to do something about that, and we know what he did. He sent the truth. Who is the truth? Jesus is the truth. So God sent truth to take care of the lies. God sent truth to put out the lie. That's what he did. He sent the truth to put out the lie. And we don't have to worry about those millions of billions of lies ago or all the lies in between. We don't have to worry about the lies that are told to us. As long as we follow the truth, that is the Lord Jesus Christ. If we follow the truth, we don't have to worry about the lies that you're told every day. Continue to follow the truth that is Jesus. Continue to pray to him. Follow him. Listen to his word. Don't listen to the lies that are told to you every day. And you know the difference because when you're following in your spirit, when you're following in your heart, you know because you can feel it. I've allowed myself to listen to liars. I've allowed myself because I always want to be nice. And that's a good thing. Except for one thing. If you spend too much time being nice to a liar, you start to get manipulated and tricked by the lies and by the liars. And you, then you can't tell the difference between truth and lies because you start getting stained with lies. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. It's good to be nice, but it's not nice to be lied to 
and stay within the lines. You got to be careful. Spend your time with Jesus. That's who we have to spend our time with. God sent truth to put out the lies. So I'm going to try to spend all my time with the truth, not with the lies of Satan. Amen. What does it say in John 1, 1 through 3? Well, this well, it says a lot of things, and it goes on from there, but we'll just start there. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He, talking about Jesus, he was in the beginning with God. All things were created through him, and without him nothing was created that was created. Hebrews, back to Hebrews again, Hebrews chapter 1, 1 through 3. God, who at various times and in diverse ways spoke long ago to the fathers through the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, and through whom he had made the world. He is the brightest brightness of his glory, the express image of himself, and upholds all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. He says many other things. Romans 1.20, the invisible things about him, his eternal power and deity, have been clearly seen since the creation of the world and are understood by the things that are made so that they are without excuse. We're without excuse. If we can't see the truth of Jesus Christ, we are without excuse. Jesus has come and died for us. And if we decide on our own not to follow Jesus Christ, we have no excuse. Holy Spirit has called out to us to follow him, not them of the world. And right now, if we're blaming God, God, how come you haven't called me? He has called to us. He has called us. We're not to follow the lies, the millions of billions of lies that have been thrown to us. We're to follow the truth of Jesus. That's who we're to follow. I'm not going to follow the lies anymore. Not going to do that. We're going to follow Jesus Christ. That's who we're going to follow. Now, you can make up your own choice. It's your, your mind, not mine. But I do know one thing. As for me, I'm going to follow Jesus. That's who I'm going to follow. I'll watch Flintstones. I'll watch that. Yeah, but ever do. But I'm going to tell you something. When it comes to following the lies of Satan, whether it be about uh, uh, evolution, whether it be lies in government, whether it be about abortion, whether it be lies of people in my life, I won't even go into all that, but I'll tell you this. I yabba dabba won't. And I yabba dabba don't. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Look, all things have become new. We're to be new. We're not to follow those old things. We're created brand new. See, you were created. We are created, but we can be recreated when we have Jesus Christ in our soul. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 2, 10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, with God prepared beforehand so that we should walk in them. We're to walk and follow Jesus. We're to follow him, not follow the ways of the world. But, Pastor, it's hard for our kids. It's hard because they learn so much nonsense at school, and, and, and it's hard for them to know where to go. This is why This is why we suggest, no matter what they teach at school, and you know what? I'm not telling the kids to get in the faces of the teachers. I'm not, I did that at times. Got myself in a lot of trouble, too. But here's what I suggest. Do what the teachers tell you. That's what I ended up doing because my dad told me. Do what the teachers tell you on the paper. Do what they tell you. Write it down. 
but don't agree with him. I'll, I'll be honest and tell you what I did. <laughs> I was a little honoring, in case you don't know. But I wrote down what they told me. I says, according to your book, A. And then I said, but according to the Bible, <laughs> that's what I did. So it took me a long time to finish my tests. But I felt good. I wanted to know, without a shadow of a doubt, where I stood. If it was for no one else but me, I felt good. I was after class a few times, but still, I felt good. <laughs> I really did. I'm not telling you to be smart and That got me in a lot of trouble, I'll just be honest with you. Okay, so last thing on this area here, 1 Corinthians 8, 6. But for us, there is but one God, the Father from whom all things and for whom we exist. And there is one Lord Jesus Christ through whom all things and through whom we exist. We are to exist to serve Jesus. But, Pastor, it's confusing. Whenever we're taught about millions and billions of years ago, yes, millions and billions of lives ago, I get that. I was confused for the longest time. It took me a long time to hear about people called Ken Ham. It took me a long time to hear about people like that, and not just him alone. There's a lot of other people, creationist scientists, a lot of other creationists, a lot of them. I used to be argued with from people. I would go and try to teach kids about creation. I would go and talk to scientists, most of them who would try to tell me I was a fool. Finally, finally, I found out about Ken Ham and a few others too, Ken Hoven. And finally, I found out that there are other true scientists who believe in creation. And I'm not saying those other people aren't scientists, but, but they would believe in theory. And it's great to know that there are other people out there who aren't going to call you a fool for having faith. It's great to know that you're not alone. If you believe in creation and in science, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, you should. Testable, provable, repeatable. Isaiah 45, 18. Remember this, folks. For thus says the Lord who created the heavens, who is God, who formed the earth and made it, who has established it, who did not create it in vain, who formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is no other. There is no other. There is no other God. God created all things. He created it all. He created it all. Jesus made it all. All to him I owe. All to him I owe. I owe nothing. Nothing to my friends. And by that, I simply mean people who will tell you on Facebook, who will tell you on any other place, your family, your other people who say, you're stupid for believing in God. You're stupid for not believing what scientists tell you. I don't care what scientists say. I'm talking about those who believe in evolution. I don't care. I don't care. Because I know what God says. I don't have to stand before those scientists. I don't have to stand before them. i got to stand before the Lord God. I don't have to stand before Bill Nye. I don't have to stand before, thank God. I don't have to stand before Bowtie Folk. i got to stand before the Lord God. I don't have to stand before all sorts of other folks that I see on TV. I don't have to stand before them. I do have to stand before the Lord God. Now, I'm going to treat those people with love. I'm not saying be mean. I'm not saying yell at people. No, we got to treat them with love. But you don't have to agree with them. You don't have to go along with them. You don't have to. Just because you're going to be a nice guy, you can be a nice guy or gal. You can be nice. But being nice doesn't mean to be a sucker. I've done too much of that. No more. As for me, I'm following God. His way. Not the way of Satan. Nope. Nope. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The wise man built his house upon the rock. I'm building my house upon the rock, Jesus Christ. 
That's what I'm building my house upon. Millions of billions of lies ago, Satan invented sin, the lie. He lied to the other angels, then to Adam and Eve. And sin continues to this day. Millions and billions of lies ago, Satan convinced Darwin to invent a theory. Millions and billions of lies ago, the courts removed God from the schools. Millions and billions of lies ago, God was removed from American lives. And we actually wonder what went wrong in this country. A wise man built his house upon the rock, Jesus, not on the quicksand of lies of Satan. So we're going to continue to build our house, our home, our hearts and souls upon the rock of Jesus, not upon the lies of Satan, not that quicksand. It's going to keep on sinking. We're not going to do that. We have to build our house upon the truth, upon the rock that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That's what we're going to do. Hebrews 3, 4 is how we're going to end this today. For every house is built by someone, but the one who builds all things is God. Let's bow in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you so much, my Lord and Savior. You are the way, the truth, the life. You are the only way. Lord God, you created all things. Lord, I pray right now for those who've been taught lies, millions of billions of lies, all the people who believe these lies, who've been taught that they're truth, I pray for them now. I know this is confusing. Very confusing when you hear about millions and billions of years, and then you read the Bible. I know how confusing that can be. It confused me for many, many years. So, Lord God, I do pray right now that your truth will be heard and understood. I pray, Lord, and rebuke Satan in your holy name when he tries to manipulate and hurt those wonderful people out there, every single one of them, wonderful people who you love. I pray that they'll reach out to you and learn your truth. Lord, I also rebuke right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke Satan, who's lied to other ministers, lied to other pastors, lied to other churches who teach falsities as fact. I pray right now in your holy name, Lord God, that you will send people to those churches to teach truth, to have courage to do so. I know it takes courage. It takes courage for me too. Lord, I pray for this in your holy name, and I pray that people receive this not as a message of hate, but of love and of courage to continue to keep on keeping on and worship the one and only who created all things. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen.